Hey, Ash. Hey, Taryn. We're going to play a little game. Did you see me just like throw my phone away? <laughs> like when you get caught texting during like, oh. an important conversation. <laughs> we were like, weren't recording. And then all of a sudden it was like, hey, Ash, I chucked it behind me. I just come at you like, stop. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm going to say a brand. Okay. And you have to either sing the jingle or say the catchphrase, whatever comes to your mind. Ooh. Okay, ready? Fun. Okay. McDonald's. Do, 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 do. Actually, it's a bop. I'm loving it. Ba, da, ba, ba, ba. There you go. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. There you go. Um, Rice Krispies. Snap, crackle, pop. Nailed it. Lucky Charms. Uh, really? Oh, no. Really? I really thought you'd get hold this on, one. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Something about uh, End of the Rainbow, Lucky Pot of go- Gold. That's just Pot leprechaun. of Golds. <laughs> They're magically delicious. delicious. Good job, good job. SpaghettiOs. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ash. Uh-oh. SpaghettiOs. Damn it. Okay, State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, Kit Kat. Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Yep. Uh, Toys R Us. R.I.P. Oh, Toys R Us. We're kids. You remember that song? <laughs> I don't want to grow up. I'm, I'm a, a Toys R Us kid. kid. Yeah. And last one, Chili's. <laughs> oh, no. I'm hearing it. <laughs> Uh, I want my baby, baby back, baby back, back baby, baby back, baby back. Dang it! Keep going, keep going. Baby back, 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 barbecue, baby back, baby barbecue. He's a baba, baba. Nailed it. Good job. Wow. Woo. Tough stuff. I mean, I thought you'd agree. I didn't do as good as I thought I was going to do. I completely forgot about the Toys R Us song. Yeah. And SpaghettiOs went like way out. I wasn't ready for that at all. Yeah. 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 You did good though. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Unsolicited Advice. As you already know, I'm Ashley. That's Taryn. We are here to advise you on all of your life issues, um, funny stories, (laughs) all of your struggles, your burdens, situations, to put it more positively. Um, Anything that you could possibly be going through, you can write to us. And ask yeah. us for our advice, and we'll give you our raw, unfiltered, yep. unprofessional advice. Yep. And that's, you know, the name of the game here. That's the the promise you get from us. <laughs> yeah. It'll be raw. It'll be unfiltered. You might not want to hear it. Yep. But it, but you'll get it. Do you ever, like, just feel weird in your skin for a moment? Yeah. I'm having that right yeah. now. Yeah. That happens to me sometimes. Um, 
I feel like it happens to me the most when I like rush to get ready yeah. and then I finally get to the place and I still feel like, like all over the place and I'm like <laughs> yeah. fixing my hair, adjusting my shirt that I yep. just adjusted. Like, you know, yep. that's one of those, it's it one happens. of those things. It's one of those things. Um, how are you doing, Ash? Oh, I'm doing so good. I did a big girl purchase and finally got myself a big girl bed. <laughs> I thought you told us that already. Well, it finally came. Oh, oh, oh. It's here. It's it in the house. It showed up. Yes. It I saw came. it today. It's beautiful. I'm very excited. I should have had you lay on it. I um, should have laid on it. Rosie was like laying so cute on it, so I just didn't hard, even think yeah, about I know. it. It's hard when they're so cute. You can't can't move them. Yeah. Um, but I have been, like I've said on the podcast before, I've been on like this little mattress for like the longest time since I moved out of my parents' mm-hmm. house. And um, I finally got a king-size bed i got yeah, the purple mattress one which this isn't sponsored but it could be purple they um, have sponsored the podcast they before. have in the past come back to us <laughs> they sent us um the little squishy like the inside yes. of it yes yeah i use it as like a stress ball sometimes yeah i um uh, was playing with it because i got another one <laughs> when i got my mattress <laughs> i was like yeah this is so fun um but i i love it yeah it is so comfortable and I've just been like laying in bed watching TV yeah. all weekend. I feel um, that. It was it was so, it was like it was a really big thing for me because I just I don't buy those things for yeah. myself. Like I'll buy other things that aren't necessary, but That's the things me. you need as a human being, <laughs> yep. I don't invest in. And this is one of those things that I know is like an investment in my future. Yeah, in like the next ten years of my life, you know. Seriously. Um, so looking forward to. <laughs> good sleep for 10 years right you know i i recently bought a mattress too and i was tripping out by like it's like you can like get it um insured for like life yeah and if like there's a, a divot in it if there's like anything that happens you and i was just like whoa it makes sense why these are so expensive because they're so expensive yeah they're... like a good mattress is like thousands of dollars you know what Broke my heart, though. I recently went to my friend's house, and she just bought a place, her and her husband, and um, I was getting the tour, and her bed was beautiful, and I sat on it because I just wanted to, (laughs) and it looked squishy, and it was so comfy, and I was like, whoa, this is a really great mattress. I just purchased my, you know, $1,000 mattress that uh, I was like, I'll do it because I'm a big girl, but like, it was a lot of money. she was like, you'll never guess where I got my mattress from. I was like, tell me. She said, I got it from Amazon. It was $400. What? And I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm the type of person, Terry knows this, but just in case you guys don't know, I don't trust stuff like that. Like that sounds yeah. like not, not worth it. Probably a scam will fall yeah. apart, whatever. She went to a friend's house who had the same mattress and slept on it and said it was incredible she asked where the mattress was from. They were like, you'll never guess. It's from Amazon. It was only $400. What? So she got it and has been using it ever since. And it broke my heart. Because <laughs> I was like, huh, I just, what? <laughs> so cheap. I, I definitely, I found out though, like I need a firmer mattress with a po- pillow top. Oh, yeah. That's my perfect combo. Yeah. Which I, I think feel that like is a great combination. The stuff from Amazon is probably like the rollout ones that expand. Yeah. I would guess. I would yeah. guess they wouldn't ship like a full blown mattress. Dang. Which that's how my purple one came. It was all rolled up. Yeah. And it I can't do those. It's really? too squishy for me. Ooh. I'm I so curious now. I need you to lay on it and let me okay. know what you think. Okay. <laughs> Sleepover? Obviously. Um, how have you been? 
I've been good. Oh, I did want to share with you guys. Um, I finally did a video talking about why I'm still a virgin. Ooh. Which, like, it's so funny because I've been, I mean, I'm, I'm, have been wanting to, but mm-hmm. it's just such a, I, it's such a personal topic that I was, was just very, vulnerable. very, like, I don't know if I want to open up people to have an opinion about something that, like, no one should have an opinion about besides, like, me. <laughs> That's what's so scary about just, the, the world, internet the world wide web <laughs> yeah uh yeah anything you put out there i've had a lot of people tell me that i should drum online too yeah and even that which is nowhere near as vulnerable as what you did is scary for me and but i'm you like know no some like jerkwad is gonna be like oh your form on how you hold a sit like, yeah i'm like this is my thing need- don't yeah, i don't yeah. want to share this yeah so i was like super scared about it but um i i think in life Usually, I will be like, it'll become very clear that I need to do something. Yeah. Like, it's crazy how, like, I'll be like, no, no, no. And then it's almost like God just, like, puts all these things in my path that it's like, hi, stop trying to ignore. Like, you know? Yeah. And it was nuts. Like, I'm not joking. I had probably, like, five to six conversations within a couple weeks from people of, like, different walks of life. Mm -hmm. And, um... And somehow, like, even this girl, like, I'd never hung out with her face to face, but, like, we scheduled a hangout. Mm -hmm. This was a little while ago. And we start talking about this stuff, and she starts sharing things that she's been through. And so then it became much bigger than just me talking about myself and more about me talking about a choice Mm -hmm. that isn't talked about and that's often... Um, a lot of shame and embarrassment and making fun of and stuff. I mean, it's like Hollywood's number one joke, right? About like 40 year old version. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which like, love that movie. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it's, it became much more about like, how can we expect people to feel comfortable and confident with decisions they make if we don't talk about all the options and if we don't stop like shaming people for making a choice that is a choice you know yeah and And not even like waiting till marriage I'm talking about just even the pressure that comes from people who are just like I'm not comfortable right now to have sex like yeah it's nuts so it became bigger than me and it became something I was like just felt called to do Mm -hmm. so um but I did have like a major like anxiety like before posting it and I actually called I don't know why but I called uh Remy and Remy like just totally talked me through she watched the video she gave me like her opinion and she was just like you have to post this and she said the same thing she was like this would have helped me so much when I was like younger and feeling embarrassed about certain things in my own life and Mm -hmm. so yeah. So anyways, I'm I'm sharing this with the podcast because I've mentioned it a few times and then I get like my DMs flooded with people being like, wait, can you talk Let's more talk about, about it? Yeah. So I've talked about it. And yeah. if you guys want to watch the video, um, go watch it. It's on my channel. Taryn Renee. There it is. I mean, I think with a lot of topics, sensitive topics. I think the reason they're sensitive is just because we don't talk about them. Yeah. And it's crazy how it doesn't matter what it is. It's it's a it's starting the conversation yeah. and making the conversation open, lighthearted, easy to or sorry, making the conversation open and lighthearted makes it very easy to continue that conversation yeah. with other people. And I feel like I don't know. I feel like th- what you did is like starting the domino effect. 
of yeah. like, okay, you're inspiring other people to be able to have this conversation, whether it's waiting till marriage, whether it's being like, hey, I know you're ready, but I'm not. Like yeah. having that conversation and, f- and realizing that you're not alone and we all have the choice to make that choice. Yeah. I think that's really amazing. I think it's just something like um, an area that's so sensitive like that for people to enter into making those decisions because they feel pressured and powerless mm-hmm. is like so scary to me. Yeah. So um, I really just like, I just wanted to empower people. Like Absolutely. I wanted to like remind people that you have choices in life and you don't have to explain to people what your choices are, but you, if you're uncomfortable with something, like that is your like bottom line, you're right. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I just really wanted to have a conversation and um, talk about stuff. And I didn't even get into a lot of like personal stuff of what I've been through, but I, I don't know. I just wanted to like start the conversation. So no, I love that. It, um, it's crazy. Like the, the comments on that video are like so much more than a lot of videos I've posted that have like more views. Mm -hmm. So, and I think it's just everyone sharing their story. Like girls are on there saying like, this choice was like taken from me at a young age and like I've really struggled with this, but like, you know, and everyone's just like encouraging and liking each other's comments and that's what I wanted for it to just be a place where people can see like, oh, I'm not alone in this and like, or understand the perspective of someone else, you know? Yeah. But anyway, so that's new for me. That just happened recently. And uh, yeah. Perfect. T. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home. And then there's a version of it where you have someone help you. You watch them do it the right way. And you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thank you. 
gosh, I'm so excited about my story today. Yeah? It's insane. I'm excited because I saw your I had your face when you <laughs> I Nothing saw her like reaction the to minute. the story and I was like, ooh, that looks good. <laughs> I literally was reading it while we were like, <laughs> Michaela was like setting up the cameras and stuff. I was like reading through and then I was like, oh my God. <laughs> well, before we get to that, I have a turn it up. As yeah, you guys yeah. know, we love our tearing it up segment. This is the the chance that we get to laugh at you guys, <laughs> yeah. primarily. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and dive into it. Not gonna say the title. And here we go. Hi, Ash and DJ Taryn. DJ Taryn, remember what was that from? DJ Taryn, that was like from something. I don't remember. I'll take it. Sure, <laughs> sure. First off, gotta say, love the pod. I started from the beginning and am binging it. I listen to it all day in the car, at work, doing errands slash chores, etc. I just listened to the episode where your guys' alarm went off and Taryn was running around the house with a taser <laughs> and Ashley with her bear spray. I had a pretty intense experience with bear spray that could definitely be considered a tearing it up. I have written in before under anonymous names but today you can use my real name it's selena heck yeah i'm just like taryn in the sense that things just seem to happen to me thankfully i'm really good at laughing it off and making fun of myself let's get into the story it was a early morning and i had just started doing some yoga at home about 30 seconds into the video the instructor told me i needed a strap i headed to my closet to get the strap from the top shelf the strap was under a bunch of items including games workout bands and yep you guessed it bear spray I am an avid hiker and have had bear spray for years. I also live alone now and, like you, Ash, love the comfort of knowing I can protect myself with it. Unfortunately, when I pulled out the strap, the bear spray plus a bunch of other stuff fell on my light tan carpet. Bear spray has a safety lock on it, but it is plastic. The plastic must have broken off in the fall because red mist started flying out of the container. It's red? Yeah. It's like a. Did you know that? It's like a. It's. I wouldn't say it's red. It's I wouldn't say it's red, like red, red. I it's would like, say it's like an orangey, like a dirt red, or like a mud, like wet dirt, yeah, color. And that's just me basing off of videos that I've seen. <laughs> I've never actually seen. I it was in real just life. gonna say, wait, have you sprayed? <laughs> um, continuing. I instantly felt my eyes start to burn and tears started running down my face. I ran to the sink and stunk, stuck my head under the faucet. My eyes were burning. My I couldn't gosh. even open them to let the water rinse everything out. And then I suddenly remember that the bear spray was still spraying by my closet and that my poor cat was in the room. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I blindly ran through my apartment, bumping into walls and stubbing my toe. I should have called the tow truck. That was for you. A dad joke yeah. mixed in <laughs> mid tearing oh, wow. it up. I love that. A dad joke in a tearing it, it up I is Taryn's it. favorite thing. Wow. <laughs> I picked up the bear spray bottle and ran it outside, getting it all over my right hand. At this point, I'm blind, frantically opening windows while coughing and feeling like my lungs were on fire. My wait. It's not like a like you push it and a little bit comes out. It must have something must have landed something on must it. Have jammed. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I was like, because that's good to know. Yeah, it's a good. Imagine if no. you're like, okay, it's I like sprayed a, you, and then you're just like, what? it's like a trigger. So it would okay, have to okay, be okay. pulled, or something has to be pressing against it. 
Um, she continues, my poor cat was sneezing uncontrollably at this point. Aww. I was finally able to run my eyes and face underwater enough so that I could squint to see in order to clean up the mess. I put on two KN95 masks and started to clean the entire closet and house. Let me tell you this. The capsicin, what is in bear spray and pepper spray, lingered in my apartment for days. Oh, I bet. <laughs> this happened about two months ago, and I still get a whiff from time to time. Oh, dear. What was even worse was that I had to tell my boss that I bear sprayed my apartment and would be coming in late. Oh, my God, the embarrassment. I was also <laughs> training someone new that day. What a great first impression. I think I played it off pretty cool, though. I work as a researcher and have and have to wear gloves. Unfortunately, my right hand had burns on it from moving the bear spray can outside, and it was impossible to wear gloves because I felt like my hand was on fire. This burning sensation probably continued for about a week, which is crazy because I told you that I opened a jalapeno and my fingers were on fire for so long. Similar. Similar. That's nuts. My carpet was stained red from the capsaicin and took hours of OxyClean sticks to get it all the way out. It could have been a lot worse. I could have burnt my face or worse, lost my vision. I guess moral of the story is be extremely careful around bear spray and don't trust that the safety will actually keep you safe. Also, if you ever do need to use it, make sure while you're spraying it to turn in the other direction and run while you spray it behind you towards the culprit. I really hope you read this on the podcast as I feel like a lot of people can learn from my unfortunate mistake. Love you both wow that's nuts i want to see how you so i looked up that word it's an active component of chili peppers oof makes sense chemical irritant dude so if you got that sprayed if it burnt her hand it would like burn your face yeah so i've seen videos of riots where like cops have sprayed it on groups of people and depending on how long it can stay bear spray it's is the, it the same, same thing, thing as, as pepper, pepper spray. spray. Bear spray is a little bit stronger and shoots farther. Oh. So pepper spray, you have to be at least like a few feet away. Bear spray, you can shoot it like across. So it's far. Across the parking lot and it'll hit the bear. I'm trying to see how you. Because you don't want to be three feet within <laughs> the bear. Did you hear how you say it? Say a sin. Oh. What? I definitely said it wrong. Sayasin? Sayasin? Interesting. We love the silent <laughs> three letters. Yeah. What about the whole CAP? Yeah. What about CAP? <laughs> they, really set, they really set us up for failure on that one. <laughs> well, Selena, That's thank you so nuts. much for writing in. I have, since I moved out of my parents' house, slept with bear spray next to my bed. And I don't regret it in any way, but I will be more careful moving forward. Yeah. I got a case. new taser. It's like a like a longer, like a stick one Mm -hmm. for my walks because there's been like a few coyote spottings. Yeah. That like right next to, which like there's like a whole big shopping center like near my apartment. So I'm like, how are they just walking around? Yeah. And you know, if they're brave enough to be all around people, like those, those guys are crazy. They cry. (laughs) Crazy. So for my walks with Charlie, like I got like a long one so I wouldn't have to be like right up next to it to like. Yeah. You know, no, for sure. Craziness. You don't have mascara on. No. 
Okay. I was like staring at you because I was like, something looks different about your eyes. It's your mascara. Yeah. So but your eyebrows are darker. Uh, well, I <laughs> let me just take you into my uh, current beauty routine. Yeah. Um, one, I forgot mascara yesterday and went all day without it. Loved how it looked. I was just oh. really into it. I thought yeah. it looked really natural. You just look very like fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Like I thought it looked very like I, I I don't know. I feel like in the summer I always go from like a full face of makeup to like bare minimal. Yeah. And I've been really into I got a new skin tint that I've been using that's not really what foundation. Brand? I got the Ilia one. Oh, okay. Cuz it's like 40 SPF yeah. and it it lays very nicely. Nice. Um I actually have like a handful of skin tints that I've been bouncing back and forth through but that's what I'm currently wearing. Um and then I just forgot mascara. Just fully just absentmindedly yeah. forgot and like throughout the day I kept looking at myself and I was like huh I think I look good which is so funny because that was your like that's my go-to you would not leave the house without mascara yeah on. and I'm kind of really happy with how it looked so also, I did it I again today because your eyebrows are darker than they usually are maybe mm-hmm. it like weirdly balances it yeah or something? I think it well I think it does and what I've been doing is I have been tinting my own eyebrows for okay. most of this year. Self-sufficient what? Uh-huh. So I went to who? I N D E P E. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, <laughs> did you? I didn't. Not really. I didn't go in. I just shook my head <laughs> as if I was. Like, <laughs> um, so I went to Dry Bar months ago in like January, I think. And the girl was like, "Oh, I love your eyebrows." I was like, "Thanks." I was like, "I I had them microbladed forever ago, and then I've just been getting them tinted um, whenever every once in a while when I do go get them done." And she was like. That's like so expensive, right? And I was like, yeah, it's like 70 bucks for like a brow wax and tent. And she was like, you can buy the same tent on Amazon. It's really cheap. And it takes like Shut 15 minutes up. to do it on your own. And I said, hi, send me the link. Do you get like dye all over your face though? Is no. that hard? Oh, it's so easy. I've done it probably 10 times. I don't I like, I, it's part of my like every few weeks I'll do it huh. now. It's so easy. Um, <laughs> you, it's, it's. It's the bottle. It comes with the whole kit. And then I leave mine on for 10 minutes because I've been liking mine darker lately. Yeah, if I wanted it, If I wanted it lighter, then I could do like five minutes. Yeah. But you could pick whatever. Once you figure out your color, you stick yeah. with that time. Mine's 10 minutes and then I just wipe it off. Yeah. And I feel great because I don't even do my eyebrows now. I just yeah. I'll take like a clear gel and brush them and that's it. Tea. Yeah. And that's, that's like my routine lately. <laughs> <laughs> I love, you know what? I never feel boxed in in this podcast because people come to hear us talk about whatever we want. Everything. So yeah. whether we talk about beauty or <laughs> stories. If you want more beauty skincare, Y'all come to my listen. blog channel. Everyone's hitting that. <laughs> Subscribe 430, to 30. Ash, Ashley Nicole <laughs> yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it, do it, do it. All right, ready for my story? Oh, I'm so ready. Okay, I'm going to say the title, but don't get locked in on that. Yes. Don't get locked in. Okay, I won't. Because don't get locked in. Oh my God, I'm so excited. So this is titled, Falling for My Best Friend's Husband. Perfect. Hey girls, I'm leaving your names out because I legit can't decide in which order I should write them. You know, I just want to make a public apology that we've put so much pressure on you guys. I don't, A before T. (laughs) whoa now i take it back destroy her (laughs) and we're fighting (laughs) and we're fighting okay for this story i would like to remain anonymous and i will change the names of other people in it too it all started in my freshman year of college everything does i you know literally (laughs) everything in life does 
I was me freshman year in college. You would have hated because what? I feel like I was probably the antithesis. Yeah. <laughs> um, of you, I was so excited to not have any like authority mm-hmm. and make my own choices, but I was still like such a good girl. So yeah. like my forms of rebellion were. One time I went to class, literally rolled out of bed, went to class, and it wasn't until I was sitting in my seat that I realized I had no shoes on and I was still in my pajamas. And then there was like other days, like I would not pay attention, but I would sit in back and I was really into coloring books. So I would like color. <laughs> and then I would like stay out till four in the morning watching movies. Like that was my like, I can do whatever I yeah. want. And it was just ridiculous. <laughs> but I like did not try at all. So of course, like I was going to school with a really good scholarship because I was like ASP president. So I got like a leadership scholarship. Uh-huh. And, um, did not keep my GPA up. So, like, oh, no. lost my scholarship after the first year. Oh, and then shoot. had this self-reflection moment where even though I was acting immature, I was mature enough to be like, I'm not going to waste my money and my parents' money when I'm, like, not ready to take school seriously. Yeah. So I moved back home, did junior college a couple of years till I was like, okay. We got that out of our system. Like, we're okay It's now. so weird how we did almost the exact same thing. Shut up. Yeah. I thought it would be opposite because you're like much more like. I no I I I think a lot of people make that assumption. I think everyone thinks I was a, like excellent student. Um, I was horrible at school. I was really yeah. really bad, and um, I am a very put together person. So did I show up to school class like in my PJs and not ready? No, I always looked very like ready and prepared, but yeah. like academically hot mess yeah. so I did the same thing I told my parents I, I took a break yeah and worked because yeah. I was working the whole time anyways um I did not get a scholarship so <laughs> <laughs> I was like hey like I'm I don't know what I'm doing I'm wasting yeah it was just JC but like yeah I took a break worked saved a bunch of money went back to school and that's yeah. what I ended up doing that's smart that's why like I feel so bad for like the generations that came after us I mean there was pressure on us to go to college but I feel like now it's like, oh, if you don't finish in four years, like that's embarrassing. Whereas like I feel like our generation was very much like we need to do what makes sense for us. And a lot of us worked through college. A lot of us like had mm. just like so much else going on. And it wow, this is not even remotely yeah, on topic. Back to, so let's get back. Okay. So it all started freshman year of college when I moved into my dorm room and met my roommate, Anna. We didn't like each other very much at first, but after a few weeks of living together, we became best friends. Our connection was truly on another level. We always described ourselves as soulmates and each and each other's better halves, even though she already had a very serious boyfriend who soon became her fiance. Let's call him John. As Anna and I went to college far from both of our hometowns, I hadn't met John that many times at the beginning of our friendship. But whenever I was with them, and she put in, what are those called? Parentheses. I mostly hung out with Anna alone or them as a couple, but never only with John. Parentheses. It didn't feel like my best friend and her boo, but like my two best friends. I had never gotten along with a friend's boyfriend that way before. 
and I found it kind of strange at first, but quickly got used to the fact. Anna was a few years older than me, so she finished college sooner, but after I got my diploma, I had a job in the same city as her. I didn't move there because of her and John. I genuinely loved the city, and it was a great opportunity to work there. So I was around them even more. I was a bridesmaid in their wedding, and then I became the godmother of their lovely daughter, Carolina. Coming from a religious family, just like Anna, I took that responsibility very seriously, and I actively took part in the girl's life, respecting the normal boundaries, of course. Now, I don't want to get into painful details here, but a few months after Carolina was born, my dearest Anna passed away. It was a horrible time for the whole family, and I helped them out where I could. I often visited her parents the same way I used to go see them with Anna almost every weekend. I helped out John, who had just become a single father of a baby. Learning to be a parent is hard enough, but dealing with grief and learning to be a single father, I don't even want to imagine how that, what that could feel like. Hmm. So as a, god, a godmother, I was still, and am still, there for him in Carolina. I spend the majority of my free time babysitting, but I also try to be there as an emotional support for John. I often stay over and spend the night so that I don't have to drive home late at night and can be there early in the morning and take Carolina to the grandparents after John leaves for work and before I have to leave too. We've gotten into a great routine. One night a few weeks ago, however, we had a talk. I mean, we had a talk, all caps. It was the kind that lasts all night, that feels never ending, but way too short at the same time. The one that you could continue forever. The one where you cry laughing one minute and are completely serious the other. We talked about everything you can imagine. Ourselves, Anna, their relationship, my relationship with her, and how we appreciate each other in this hard time. Because, yes, being around John and Anna's family helped me a lot, too. Mm. Ever since that night, something changed with me and John. I see him totally differently. I had never imagined us together before. I didn't really think of him as a man, but as my best friend's husband, you know? Mm. But now I catch myself thinking about him, wanting to be around him all the time, texting him every little detail about my day and I that I think would make him laugh, etc. And I swear I get the same energy from him too. I really think I'm falling for my dead best friend's husband. Oof. But I also feel the uncertainty in both of us. I think I don't have to explain why this relationship is the worst idea ever. I thought I would ask you guys for some advice because the only other person I would go to advice for, Anna, is gone. And it breaks my heart. This whole, this whole thing breaks my heart. I feel like John and I can make each other happy, but I feel so freaking guilty about this. Please help me because I'm going crazy over here. Lots of love, Anonymous. Whoa. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is so heavy. Yeah. This is so heavy, and it's it's a straight-up, like, movie. Like, this feels like a movie. Yeah, I mean, that's that's straight out of Hollywood. Like, like, like the worst possible situation, but also like the best possible situation because he needs help and you aren't just some random girl. Yeah. Like if I, and I, I mean this with all of my heart, if I was to pass, I would, and I realize everyone's different, but for me personally, if I was to pass, I would want my partner to find someone else. Yeah. Especially as a single parent. Yeah. Um, Is it weird and is it socially weird to be dating your ex or your dead best friend's husband? Yes. 
But at the same time, <laughs> I know this sounds weird, but like if if I was to pass, like I, I love Taryn. Yeah. And I love my my husband. Let's pretend I have yeah. a husband. Um and like I would want them to find some kind of routine, whether yeah. that is or or some kind of I would want them to have each other's shoulders to lean yeah. on. And I would want her to help out my partner who's now alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would want my partner to have someone that he can trust. And like obviously the the three of you guys had a very beautiful relationship. Yeah. And I it would break my heart, but like I that I couldn't be there, but I would want both of them to have each other is dating ideal no but I don't think it's a bad thing and I think it's one of those things that I I think you just kind of let time kind of do its thing yeah I would not suggest pursuing it in any way I would suggest simply being there yeah um, for him and if you end up loving him then you can show him eventually like in in time but so much is going on right now that's just like yeah. a huge thing to throw in the mix but I wouldn't be shocked if that's where this is yeah. headed and I don't think there's anything wrong with that um, but I think I think it's one of those things that you just have to let time pass yeah it's 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 hard because I mean I think I think obviously people have different opinions on different things. Um, I mean the the person, the person that would be the only person that I feel like you would care about their opinion about this would be your friends, mm-hmm. because the outsiders who aren't really outsiders, they're close enough to have yeah, an opinion and. And yeah, people might be like weird or they might talk or assume like, oh my gosh, I wonder if something was already going on, whatever. But your friend is the only person and you know her well. So I feel like you would know what she would think. And like Ash was saying, if I put myself in this situation, I think the the key, key, key component for me is the fact that you said it never crossed your mind. Like, Mm -hmm. there was never a boundary that was crossed beforehand. There was not even, like, a mutual, like, feelings, flirting, whatever. Um, Even after she passed, it wasn't like you were like, ooh, my chance swoop in. Like, so, so to me, I don't think that you've done anything wrong. And the sad truth is your friend is gone. Mm -hmm. And so I think you do your best to respect her. And so I think that just comes down to like who she was to you. Mm -hmm. I, if I left unexpectedly and I left my husband and my baby, the thought of someone coming in who not only like knows them well and can step in and love them in a way that they need but also knew me well and loves me and is gonna keep me a part of that story and um a part of their lives like I think it sounds beautiful (laughs) yeah I mean it's weird to put it this bluntly but Odds are the partner that gets left probably will find someone eventually. And I it's it's weird to think about it, but like it could be a stranger. Yeah. Or it could be someone who grew grew up with you and can like tell 
your child stories that you guys shared you know and um I do think there is like it has to be stepped in like you were saying like there it has to be stepped into very cautiously yeah it's something that I don't think you should bring up I think you should like let space happen and then again like as as long as if if sounds so weird um if he continues to give you those signs then after some time has passed maybe circle back to that but i i don't know i feel like he has to say something to make it very clear and obvious that he is interested yeah i'm a little bit opposite but that makes sense because of our personalities yeah i think with something like this because it has such potential to be messy i would be so freaking honest and transparent like right from the beginning because for me i would be like hey (laughs) i felt i feel like there's been a shift i've definitely was like picking up on stuff i'm sure you were for me too And I just feel like we need to just make sure, like, we're always very honest with each other about, like, how we're feeling. Yeah. I think for me, like, the thing I would be cautious about is I don't want us to both just be replacing her with each other. Yeah. Because then it's like, I don't want there to be this weird codependence. I don't want, like there to eventually be resentment or for this bond to happen and then like what happens later like it's just I think it's just something that you have to be so cautious because if things get weird you don't want to be like another person leaving like the kid's life and his life Mm -hmm. and I don't know it doesn't say how long it's been it's been so that's kind of hard too so I just I feel like I feel like a lot of like very cautious decisions and and taking it slow taking whatever i'm a firm believer in if people are meant to be there's no time crunch Mm -hmm. so i think like if if this really is something that you guys are meant to be there for each other in a romantic way there's nothing wrong with taking it slow because that won't change if you really are meant for each other yeah so um yeah, there's just there's just a lot to consider. A lot to consider. I don't know how old the kid is, so I don't know like also if she's like, old enough to well it's the a kid's pass grand- shortly after. The kid's grandparents yeah. are also involved too. You would want to make sure that they also don't think yeah. that you swooped in. No, there'd have to be there'd have you to would- be really hard, honest conversations with everyone of saying yeah. like, hey, like this was not, I want to make it so clear, this was never my intention. Mm-hmm. I did not expect this to happen. I don't know, like, what's going on. Like, I'm yeah. still trying to figure out, but, But that's you know. what I mean is I feel like the for the foreseeable future, I would start start opening up a little bit with the grandparents with him and kind of just making it very clear like the the ultimate goal and priority is to take care of your godchild yeah and that is your number one and if anything maybe even having this be part of the conversation like if anything comes in the way of this it's out it's done it's cut Mm -hmm. like i will cut you out yes i have i'm starting to develop feelings for you but you're not my number one like this is my godchild this is my responsibility i'm here and ready to do my part but like this is also happening yeah and i think even the grandparents hearing that would be very beneficial. Yeah. Um, 
So I think starting to have like those conversations and making it very clear, like you're not here for a relationship. You are here to take care of your godchild, to do your responsibility to your best friend and and just really make sure that they understand that so that when and if this does come out, they will know and believe that this was something that honest to God just happened naturally, wasn't intentional, wasn't planned or schemed in any way. Yeah. Um, And then again, I know it sounds so weird, but like. I would want my partner to have someone. Yeah. And I think the best possible situation is to have someone who has been there. Mm-hmm. And I think this could be something really amazing, but you have to be so careful and so, delicate. Yeah, so delicate and careful. And like too, like I can't even imagine like the trauma mentally, emotionally that comes from losing a spouse. So I mean, he I'm sure he needs to be I would be like very intense about like making sure he's getting help Mm -hmm. because too like you you don't want to just be someone's band-aid like Mm -mm. i i I do think like sometimes people get so set on like oh i have to fully get over and get better in something before i can get with someone else i see value in that for sure but i think sometimes there are people that come into our life that help us grow in a situation absolutely so i no, i'm not saying like oh he needs to go to therapy for four years he needs to like fully be over her before no because who knows like what you guys are going to help each other get through right but at the same time like that's a lot to process and i wouldn't want if you guys are going to go into this it needs to be in a very thought out careful way because there's multiple people involved so i would make sure like he's good you're good. You guys are being open and honest about what you're wanting from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, also, make like emotions are high right now. Mm-hmm. Also, make sure that he's just not in like an emotional yeah. mess in his head. Yeah, and like giving you those signals just because he's he's lonely and needs help and like needs yeah. someone to talk to. Yeah, I feel like it could be very easy to misread stuff like that. So, yeah. Ugh. But I know, like, uh, that conversation, like, I've had, I can think of, like, two guys that I've had those type of conversations where it's, Mm -hmm. like, you talk all night and you're just talking about everything and you just feel so close. Connected. So if they already were close and then they had this type of night that made her feel even closer, like, I can't imagine that. But, yeah, it's, I just... My personal opinion, and I am not telling you what to do because this is such a delicate this is not fact. topic. <laughs> so I nobody can make this decision except you and him. But I I know that if I were her and I had passed and someone as long like with what you've explained out and how this the order of events mm-hmm. happened. I think I would be looking down on you guys and be like, oh, my gosh, like, this is kind of perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's just me personally. But I do think as cautious, like, this is not just getting into any type of relationship. This is so delicate. So a lot of just openness, transparency, one thing at a time, no rushing. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I'm going to say it one more time. Your number one is your godchild. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. And then yeah. you you can slowly take steps forward, but like that always forevermore being your like number one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my heart. I'm like so I'm sorry. <laughs> I really hope that you send us like updates, even if it's like years from now. Cause seriously, I'm, just, I'm gonna be praying for you guys. Yeah, that is literally such same. a rough situation to yeah. be in. Literally um, same. But 
I'm honestly, I'm, I'm so glad that him and his little girl have you yeah. to, um, to get them through this crazy Terrible difficult time. time. Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh my gosh. It's, wow. You know, it's, it's funny because most of the stories like that people write in, obviously I'm like emotionally invested in everyone. That's why yeah. I like love our UA fam so much. But also, like, it's been a while since I've read one that I'm just, like, I feel like I just got punched in the gut. Like, I'm just... Yeah. There's so many... But this is why, like, so many people in the world are going through so many crazy things that most of us can't even comprehend because we'll never go through the same. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why, like, we just need to be so gentle with people. Like, you never know what someone's going through or what their situation is and... I feel like because of the internet and the ability to be anonymous and just like yeah. poop on everyone's parade. Yeah. Like poop I, on everyone's parade. <laughs> like not even right. Like though. take a dump on <laughs> yeah. everyone's like life. Like it's caused us to just be so like cynical and critical about everything. Yeah. And I just look at situations like this and very rarely do people take the time to look at like the meat of what's going on. Like they look at it and they're like, What? You're gonna what mm-hmm. but it's like Everybody has so much going on beneath the surface. So just be nice. Everyone be nice to each other. Uh, Reach out to your friends. Check on them. Because life is, life's hard. Life is so hard. And we do just need to be more gentle with each other. We're going to wrap it with a dad joke then? Yeah, let's. Lighten it up a little bit. Let's wrap it with a dad joke. Um, Why did the golfer bring two pairs of pants? Uh, I don't know. In case he got a hole in one. Oh no, that was good, <laughs> guys. Y'all ready now? We if love you. The dad joke. We love you the mostest. If you're sitting on a story that you want advice on or that you just want to share, we would love it. Please send it in. We would not be here without you guys. Yes. Um, follow us on socials and get excited because our next episode we are doing a fun Q and A. Yeah, we are. So be sure to uh, tune into that where you get to know a little bit more about Taryn and I. And we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Love you. Bye. Bye.